What's up, everybody? You are tuned into another episode of the Feelings First Facts Later podcast with Nathan Mitchell and Christina. Hey. And this is episode 56, technically. Technically. However, however, I'm going to name this the real episode 55 because <laughs> 55, 55 was so bad. It was, it was so bad. I didn't even want to listen to it in the edit. I, I skimmed through it just looking at the wave. But I feel like forms the or... past few have been that way. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. In comparison. In, compa- in comparison to what we were. Yeah. Before. If we were bad before, we were extra terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we're terrible. In 55, 54, and 53, maybe. Probably. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. We kind of lost. We kind of lost it. We have been really irresponsible to the people that, that listen. Okay. All right. Yeah. For the three people out there that listen. <laughs> oh, and we know who you We're are, sorry. actually. <laughs> We're so sorry, people. We, uh, I know we've been saying it a thousand one times, but we, we really did have a ton of, ton of stuff going on. And um, mm-hmm. one of the main reasons why we didn't want to record anything last week is because we just didn't want to put out another shit episode just for the sake of putting something out there. Yeah. So we are like, you know what? It, it wasn't just worth be it. The best idea to just wait until... The house is back in order. Yeah. We have our studio back. Mm-hmm. So anyone that's watching on YouTube, you can see that we're actually back in our Regular. typical environment yeah. or our typical setup. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just wanted the energy to be right because it was just forced. It was just, okay, hey, let's get this done. Let's do this. Let's not skip right. a beat. Bah, 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 bah. Even though we did skip a beat, but that was for very good reasons. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, last week we were just, you know what, we're not, we're not gonna do it. It was too much because it, it was it. Not that recording would have been too much. It's just we didn't want to make it so it felt like episode fifty five, where it was just us forcing ourselves behind a mic talking mm-hmm. and just the yeah. energy not being there. Right. So, but for those of you who did not listen to episode fifty five, don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> but for those of you who did. Uh, you would know that on the episode, and and I'm actually correcting something that that we made a mistake on in the, in the previous episode. Oh yeah, but we were talking about the LGBTQAI, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Right. We actually made a mistake. We thought we were being progressive or you know uh, ahead of the game and educating people on the A and I that was added, but now it is it's actually LGBTQAI2S. What is the two? Two spirited. What does that mean? Uh, it, when I looked it up, it was some Native American like people that believe that they're two spirited. Yada, I don't know. Okay, and what was the last one? <clears throat> A S- was asexual. I was intersex. I got that one, but then the, you said something after two. Two S is two spirited. Oh, okay, that's one one thing. So it's one thing, right? The number two, but spelled out two. Right. right, right, right. Two. Yeah. Two S. S. There it is. So we stand corrected. But if I'm being honest with you, I I, I give up. I give up. <laughs> Respectfully. Respectfully. And it, this has nothing to do with the actual people that are a part of this community as far as the people that identify these type of ways sexually, right? That's what it would be. 
I'm I'm interested in this two spirited thing. What that means, sexually. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. We we can you could you could look deeper into it while I go on my little you know whatever <laughs> road, road that I'm going to go down. But um, I'm just over it. And and, and it. again, I'm not over the people that are involved in this community. I think any community where people can feel safe is a good thing. Yeah. However, it just seemed like the LBGTQ plus was already enough what the the plus and that's what i'm getting at the plus (laughs) was kind of like the way of saying and everyone else right but then now you're adding in extra things not to say that they're unnecessary Mm -hmm. i'm not I'm, i'm not trying to say that at all but you're adding in extra things with the plus and it's almost like okay now where does it stop like i felt like we were already deep in no, seriously, seriously, and this is this isn't to, to clown it. If, if no, anything, I know. if anything, what I'm re- really worried about uh-huh. is how far do you go before you become a parody of the agenda that you're trying to push? Yeah, I get it. And and by push, I don't mean no, I, I don't I mean know. in a negative way. But I'm saying okay, you're trying to get people to understand that you know there are people that think differently outside of the typical sexuality cyst straight whatever yeah which is fine right so you created this community of people where hey you're we're all included you know everyone can get along yada 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 this is a safe space but then as you add more things on there again not to say that they're unnecessary but as you add more things on there it almost seems like it's becoming a mockery of itself and maybe i just see it that way because i'm on the outside looking in yeah that could be it but but if you just keep on adding on how many things will you add on before it's so long it's ridiculous yeah like you lose it loses what the intention was in the first place right and so that's more so what I'm worried about is is that it just gets so out there that people look and they go, okay, what are we doing? (laughs) Kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then you will almost, in order to save itself, and I don't know shit from shit, but you, if it gets so spread out to where you're you're including everyone except for straight people, then it's almost like you're you're marginalizing yourself even deeper which Mm -hmm. the whole purpose of this is to avoid being marginalized and being accepted and included right Mm -hmm. but as you add in everyone else but straight then you kind of dig yourself deep you're separating social hole Mm kind of and so they will almost have to add in straight in order for (laughs) it to be more but it'll more than likely be like an all lives matter type of thing right yeah which that was cringy yeah, when that gross. first came out because Black Lives Matter was, you know, not spoken. To say, not to say that all yeah, lives didn't matter, didn't matter. but Correct. Black Lives Matter was saying, hey, our lives matter, right? And then someone came out, which is a reasonable thought. It is a reasonable thought. Hey, all lives matter. No shit, though. No shit, Sherlock. But but that's really not a oh shit, Sherlock. No shit, but yeah. But but I, I'm, get, I'm guessing, and, and this is me... Imagining that when All Lives Matter was uttered, it was coming from a place of someone that actually believes all lives are equal and all lives matter. Not necessarily someone being vindictive, saying all lives matter, screw you kind of thing. Like I would have hey. thought the latter. See, I don't I don't think that way. Okay. So I, I think it's someone probably white, obviously, and they're going, hey, all lives matter. Can we just agree on that? Almost like someone just trying to be, you know, positive in a way. But but. 
where where I'm where I'm getting at is is that if you have something else that's not marginalizing a community, right? Mm-hmm. Not tearing a community away because Black Lives Matter, if you think about it, it can be seen as inflammatory. Even though we understand what the statement is and a lot of people understood what the statement was, it still creates this space where someone can see it as you're saying only Black Lives Matter. And I think you just, I, you missed it then. Okay. If that's how you look at it. But where I'm getting at is if you're going to deliver a message and you're trying uh-huh. to make a statement, yeah. the best way possible to do it is to do it in the safest way possible. So if that all lives matter came out because people are seeing or thinking that you're trying to separate mm-hmm. lives mattering into different categories and then you further double down and you separate and you separate and you separate, mm-hmm. then it becomes what black lives matter has become today, which is this almost villainized kind of thing where okay. some people see it as a statement of positivity and some people see it as a statement of segregating and being separate from the pack. And then even if it's just a handful of people that see it as you're being separated from the pack, then your message has been completely lost. Completely? Uh, well, I guess for those people, for but those, they, they but, wouldn't have gotten it anyway. But no, but those are the people that you are trying to change their mind. So now you lost them. I don't think that that's true. Well, I mean, but we see it now. We see it where you have conversations with people. Yeah, but I feel like the people so... who still don't get it just don't want to get it. I think that a lot of people did get it who maybe didn't mm-hmm. before. I think that they, I think it, I think it was more effective than not. I think the people that still don't get it and still have an issue with it are just forever going to have an issue with it and is deeper than Black Lives Matter. That's how I feel about it. Okay. Well, who knows, right? Because there's no, there's no basis of comparison. We just live in this reality and there's no, so it's kind of, you know, whatever, hypothetical thinking. But I was just saying that if you keep on stretching this thing out and you continue to, separate yourself from the pack even though you're bringing in more and more people from the pack it, you will almost have to at some point to play it safe and just say and straight people too and now it's like this whole rainbow <laughs> everything inclusive thing right okay or or not i mean I, it doesn't matter to me either way oh, <laughs> it's just it's just it's just a lot it so, is a lot it's a lot but or maybe we're just old I, well, I don't want this to get lost in what I was saying. I I care about all of those causes and I just want people to be happy. Whatever you do, whatever you do, where I was getting at is for the minds that you're trying to change by creating this, because this is created in hopes to change minds. And that way, more people are more open to the idea of whatever you're throwing out there that's not quote unquote normal not to say i think is normal but just quote unquote or or is it is that the only intention i would think it could partly be for people to feel like they have something to identify with not necessarily change people's minds just for the people who it applies to for them to feel like included in something a part of something bigger than them like other people are like them and that's okay like not necessarily change other people's minds. I don't, I don't know if I agree with that. If if I said that that was the only thing, then then I'm wrong. I don't think it's the only okay. thing, but I do think that that would be a big okay. part. Yeah. And and uh, you you would never have to feel like that. You would have to find a home mm-hmm. to be a part of if you weren't already separated from the pack based on 
in this case we're talking about sexuality but yeah. it could be gender or it could be it could be race it could be you know any other thing yeah. right so i would imagine a, a part of the, if in a perfect world you wouldn't have to find your special people to click with because everyone would just be okay with everyone but we don't live in that world but i would imagine that a part of these reason why these organizations come out and they're so vocal is to be accepted along with finding a home within a, a group of people that yeah. align with your your way of thinking or the way you look, whatever it may be, but to also be accepted by the people that don't understand. You see what I'm saying? And so I think, and again, I could be completely wrong, but it seems as if if you're if you keep on adding things to it, right, to make it even more of a complicated thing on top of something that people already weren't understanding, it it you could, I think you could face this world or this scenario where people just go, you know, this is just, it's too much. Okay. It's too much. I see. It's possible. Or maybe this is just me projecting my feelings on other people, <laughs> but it is. And in, in my opinion, it's, it's been getting, it's to me, it's, it's, I thought the plus was like, I get it. I'm with it. I just feel like respectfully, if I don't say it right, it's not because I don't, it's just, Okay, and I mean, maybe this is wrong, but it's, since it doesn't apply to me, then I'm not looking for it enough to be like, oh, what was added to it just to make sure I'm saying it right. I guess if if the situation presented itself and I needed to be respectful, I obviously would do my research, but I, I guess I just don't keep up with it. Well, and, and I think that's where my my feelings of going, okay, this is just becoming too much, is because I do feel like it is responsible to be respective enough to know what everything is and then right. when you do say it especially if you're going to bring okay. it up a conversation i guess yes you get if it you, right if i am going to say it then you're right i would make sure i'm saying the right thing right because there was a or time to because there was a time where if you didn't know the lbgtq plus part of it mm -hmm. right because i think that 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 originally didn't start like that if, if i remember correctly i don't think so it was it was shorter i don't even remember everything's just kind of running into one another but i remember i was lbgt okay right and so then it then it became, if we're remembering correctly, it became the Q you. plus on it. Uh -huh. But if you jumbled those letters up, or if you didn't get it right, then now it looked as if you were mocking, or you just didn't give a shit, right? And then you have the, these these cancel people that come in, and they, and I and I know that's not all the people because I know there are mm -hmm. a lot of people out there that understand. Hey, this can be a lot for someone that doesn't understand. Let me correct you, and then yeah. they might correct you, and then move on, right? But now here you are, you're adding in even more stuff, and then now you're adding in numbers. What I'm saying is that it, for someone that's like, okay, I, I do got to keep up constantly, constantly, constantly. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? Whatever. I'm just going to LBGTQ plus and just keep it moving. Or just shorten it or whatever. That And that's that's kind of where I'm getting at is that yeah. you, you be you get to a point where it just becomes ridiculous because now if, it, if you add in two more things, it's going to be LBGTQ, AI, 2S, LMNOP, you know, or whatever, whatever. You know, but I'm not, I'm not saying it. Just, oh, I know. But like, but like that's, but, but where do we go next, right? Where the plus to me was perfect. We get it. Yeah. We're here. Sorry. You know, but, but, but I, I do know that when I say I don't care on this microphone, people. Oh, you know, it bothers me when you said in real life. What? I don't care. Yeah. Okay. Well, in, in this instance, I said, I didn't care about the um abortion yeah the abortion oh i know but 
but that wasn't me saying I don't care about women, which I still got some. But backlash. I think I don't care. It's just all around just means you just don't give a fuck about it. No, all but of it. what I don't the care way it means comes across. I that's understand. how I feel when you say it in real life. I understand that. Right. But but typically I don't just say I don't care and then I don't have something else to back it up. Just like I did in the podcast. Mm-hmm. I made it clear about what I was saying I don't care about. And in that instance, it was, hey, this isn't my plight, right? So for me to stress out and pretend that I have a dog in the fight, I, I don't. So there are other things that are on my plate that I feel like would be more important because they can affect it, me It's just when, when people say those words. Mm-hmm. It, it's like it could be harsh it could be harsh but I, this 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 is what i think i think a lot of people are just afraid to say shit and and rightfully so because we live in this we live in this time where people are canceling everyone and someone probably listened to what i had to say about the lbgtq thing in my opinion on you know it being too much and they're going to take it sideways or they're going to cut the podcast off because they think that i'm yeah. this bigot which i'm really not being a bigot about it but when i say I don't care. There's a lot of people that feel that way, M- women included, that probably would never see themselves in a situation where they would have to get an abortion. And they're like, eh, whatever. And we see it because we see women that have voted for mm-hmm. the, the laws to stop abortions, right? Yeah, so they care one way. I don't think they don't care at all. You don't, you don't care. When you said it, it was like you didn't care either way because it doesn't affect you either way. True like doing being able to do it or not so i think those women care enough that okay. they voted with that we don't want it fair enough you know what i mean fair enough fair enough but me saying i don't care either way is my way of saying hey i think the, maybe it doesn't day, affect me is better than i don't care because that's the re- you don't care because it doesn't affect you which is the the bottom line so i think leaving i don't care out would be appropriate if, if we're talking about it, we can have a conversation about it. I'm cool with having a conversation about right. it. Right. But it's something that is, I'm not thinking about. Because it because doesn't affect you. Exactly. Right. So I think uh, that happens with a lot of people about different things. People just don't want to say it in that way. If I'm talking about a cause that involves, let's say, black people, and I'm talking about it to a white person, it doesn't affect them. But they, they might, might still care. They might have an opinion about it. And there are some that might care. But there are okay. a lot of them that are just like, damn, that's like, that ain't got nothing to do with me. That's where, I, that's where I'm going with it is you, you will live in, and this, again, this is my opinion. I believe <laughs> that you will live a miserable life if you let everyone else's plight become your issue, your plight. And you let it stack up on your plate and now you're stressed out about it. Can you imagine if I was stressed out about things that all day long about things that had nothing to do with me? Okay, but I think you don't necessarily have to be stressed out to the point where it's affecting your life. But it's okay to like give a little bit of a shit about certain things that may not necessarily directly affect you. Because a thing with that when people say, okay, it it doesn't affect men. It could affect men. It could. It could affect the women in their lives. You could be in a situation where now you are trying to get an abortion with your partner and it's affecting your life. You see what I'm saying? Just because it doesn't affect you directly, maybe in the moment, doesn't mean it could never affect you or could have never affected you. So I think 
you know, there's that. Again, I think when, when I say I don't care, I think, I think that the thing that is being heard is that I don't give a shit. I'm shut off about it. Yeah, because but, that's why I don't care. But that's, like. but that's not what I was saying. What I was saying is that this is not something that is that I'm really concerned or caring about. Right. Now we can have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. And I want people to have the freedom of choice to do what they want to do with their bodies. Because at the end of the day, it it doesn't affect me. And I I am of the belief that this is, should not be something that men decide and and vote for and all these other things. I think this should be something that is for women to decide. But if you ask me what the decision shouldn't even be a decision. It should just be, Hey, this is her body, her choice. This is the country that we live in. And we allow you to do everything else. Why not this? Yeah. But as far as, is this something that, that I'm going to, you know, really sit down and, and hard think about. And no, this issue is not something that I'm going to hard think about. And, at the end of the day, hey, you know, this is, it's not my fight. I get it. I'm just saying, you know, there's certain words people say, certain phrases people say that when you hear them, they just, like you say, they're inflammatory. And I believe that the words, I don't care, are is, is that. That sometimes when you say that, mm-hmm. you almost like shut it, you shut it off. The other people are like, oh, it just doesn't give a shit. I think you could say things differently and it, you know, resonate better. Handle it with kid gloves. I mean, it doesn't have to be that extreme, but sure. And I only say that because you do, you do say those words sometimes. And you, while the meaning isn't so harsh, those words are just harsh. I feel like. I get it. But, but if I, to me, when I hear, I don't care. It, automatically means I don't give a fuck and then I don't give a fuck about it at all. That's, that's what I hear. Maybe that's wrong, but clearly I'm not alone. I will, I will be interested to see the amount of people that are still concerned about it when the dust settles right now is hot button. Everyone wants to talk about it. Everyone has an opinion, yada, yada, yada. Well, the thing is too, that issue is it's never laid to rest. No, this is the even same, when it has the same been laid to rest. Been, it's, brought back up from the dead like when we think it's resolved it's it's all this is never so it, it that makes it hard too because when you think there's some resolution here we are talking about it again changing it again it's like what the fuck yeah well what about macy gray what about <laughs> what she said and see and see this goes to yet another thing that when people say things people take it and even if you say it in the nicest way possible and you explain it yeah then people okay well i think that that gives her the things that she said not more weight but like i think she said them very respectfully and she was very careful with her words and so the people that got offended by that that's a personal problem in my opinion she wasn't disrespectful to you, well, but, yeah. but but to well, some, because but to some, I, I share the same sentiment, so right. So here we go. Right. So it's, 
But at no point did she say she didn't care about people's plight. Like, there was never any of that. It was just like, as a woman, this is how I feel. And I think that's okay. And as a man, this is how I feel. As a person, this is how I feel. And it could be about anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be about abortion. But if I say... Well, we're also talking about something different. As far it's as... Not, it's apples and oranges. I, I, I guess, and I'm, this is what I'm, I'm willing to die on this hill. I do not believe that everything people say that they care about, they actually care about. And that when I sit up here and I say, hey, I, you know, I'm sorry. I just, I, it doesn't, I don't, I don't care. That's not me saying that I'm trying to be mean about it. It's just, I'm just being honest. Like I just, and I believe that there are a lot of people that will pretend and they say that they care, but they really don't care. (laughs) They really don't care. But we just live in this world where people are afraid to say those kind of things because saying it, someone might take it the wrong way and think you're being mean and asshole. It's like, even when you explain what you mean by it. They didn't want to go there. But I mean, that's just how it works. But I know how words work. I yeah, I do. And I think that a lot of people make sounds with their mouths that are not true. And I think that there are a lot of people out there that pretend to care about something, but really don't care. They wake up in the morning and their cereal tastes just like it did every other day. They're they're not they don't skip a beat because they don't they don't care. They just want to talk about it. They want to pretend to care because it's something that they feel that they need to do in order to Keep the peace. But they really don't. Because yeah. a, a lot of times, and, and, and this, is, this is where I'm saying I don't think it's wrong to not care, is you have to pick and choose your battles in order to keep your stress and everything, your health, where it needs to be. So if this is, there's a ton of things on my plate. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if I choose to go, all right, I, I, I do wish that this was one way, which, you know, and this is about anything, right? I do wish that this was one way. I do have an opinion on it. And I do feel bad because I did say I feel bad for these people. And I was very open about how I felt about, you know, the, the people that would be negatively affected by, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the changes. So it wasn't like I was just like, I don't care. Fuck them all. It wasn't that wasn't that <laughs> at all. But at the end of the day, after the conversation is over with, my brain has to turn off from that because I can't let that linger along with everything else that I have going on right here, right in front of me. And I know that sounds like a selfish thing to do, but you know, what, 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 what can I do? I have other things that, that I have to be concerned about. Yeah. But I do, I do see the difference in what Macy Gray was saying and, and how she said it and how that, uh, uh, may have ruffled some feathers versus saying something like, I don't care because she was being as respectful as Mm -hmm. possible. But where I was kind of merging those two things in is that to you, it seems like she was being respectful, but to someone that disagrees with how she feels would see that as disrespectful, even if she said it in the most kind, respectful way, because they disagree with those words. And that might be a problem with those people. As you see, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like, hey, if you're just not listening to what she's saying and you can't understand it, then that's a you problem. But that can also be an insensitive thing to say to someone too, which could ruffle the wrong feathers. Okay. I feel like, I feel like, yes, words. I do understand how words work, and words should be taken serious. But I, I believe that people have 
misused words so many times that it creates a space where someone can say what they mean, like, Mm -hmm. hey, what, you know, her opinion on it. And then someone would take it somewhere else because words have been misused so often. Right. Because I personally agree with what she was saying. But I agree with what she was saying based on my experiences as of today, which is Friday the 15th, right? Mm-hmm. And for those of you who didn't listen to what she was saying, she was basically saying something along the lines of uh, she respects Yeah, anyone. she did an interview, and I can't remember who it was with. Yeah, they I can't asked remember who it was too. Yeah. But uh, she said something along the lines of, and I'm just paraphrasing, mm-hmm. that she respects anyone that is trans and everything that they go through, and, you know, she's trying to be as warm as possible. And people who are identifying as women. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That's specifically what... Well, triggered people, what she was talking about. Right. But she was saying, but I do not believe that you and I are the same thing. Yeah. And she said, you know, she will call you what you want to be called, but Mm -hmm. she's not going to agree that you are not one and the same. Right. And those have been some of the same words you've heard me say for a while. Yeah. Right. Where, yes, I'm respectful. I'm not disrespectful to people at all. Yeah. So if, if I met someone and I, I've been in this situation a couple of times because I have worked with patients that have been trans. Mm-hmm. Right? And so whatever you want me to call you, I will make that sound with my mouth to make sure that I'm being respectful to you. And at the end of the day, we have a good conversation where you're satisfied with what I said and I'm satisfied with what you're saying to me. Right. Okay. But at the end of the day, if I if you ask me, which I hope I never get asked this question, but if you ask me, do I think that you are what you say you are? Like if you're were born with the XY chromosome, do I think that you are a woman, even though I'm calling you that? No, I do not think you are the same thing that I came from. You're not the same thing that I'm sitting across from this room right now that I am with and, you know, having a family with. Right. Yeah. So no, but I do believe that you feel like that you are. And you have the right to. And you have the right to. Right. And I, and I do not think you're lying. I do not think that you're making this up or anything like that. But as far as do I think that you're the same thing as those other things? No. Mm -hmm. And if you ask me, I think that there, it should be okay to say, hey, I'm trans woman, just to create a little bit of a separation. Because, again, I don't think anyone's asking me, but I'm going to put my opinion out there anyway. Because I have come from a woman, right? And and I really didn't get to see her upbringing or anything like that. But I'm watching her, and I've seen her go through her stages in life that only she and, and other women, double X chromosome, will go through right Mm -hmm. and then now here i am uh fast forwarding well i guess not fast forward but within the same lifetime i've seen two different women get pregnant Mm -hmm. have my children Mm -hmm. and watch them go through everything right Mm -hmm. and then on top of that now i get to experience your daughter and then watching Mm -hmm. her become a woman, a woman from a girl. Yeah. So, so for me to say that 
you're that. I mean, to me, I think that that's just not to say that it's a bad thing against them, but I'm saying it would be disrespectful to. Well, yeah, you are taking away from the experience and that women who were born that way mm-hmm. have to go through to then be able to call yourself a woman. Right. Because you cannot no, no, no. have I think you can still ex- call yourself. Right. I think you can still call yourself that. Or you don't even think you could you should call yourself. Not just woman. Okay. We are not the same thing. See, I'm okay with if they want to call themselves a woman. I'm okay with that. But no, if you but ask me, do be, I believe to tell it? me that you are equally a woman as I am because mm-hmm. you feel that way, I don't I don't agree with that. That's the part that I agree with you. I don't because think I don't equality. think you can ever feel that way. Just I, I could never feel what it would feel like to be a person who was in a body that didn't feel like their own. But you can't sit here and tell me that you know exactly what it feels like to be a woman if you didn't have the entire experience leading up to be able to say that you are now a woman. That's how I feel. Right. And and that's why I was very specific when I said I will make the sound with my mouth that makes you happy. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And again, is and I feel like it ties back into words have lost meaning. Because we just we'll just substitute things and we'll say things and we'll do whatever, just, and and we all kind of agree because we just kind of live in this environment where we just agree on you know how we're going to use these things which are which are words. But there was a time where this meant that, and it, yeah. it, it was and it was solid. But now everything's so jumbled up that yes, I will say whatever you want me to say because I'm, I'm a respectful person and I mean no disrespect, but I don't I don't understand I don't understand your plight. I don't yeah. I don't know what what you're going through or anything like that. But what I do know is that in my heart of hearts, even though I will say this thing to you, mm-hmm. I don't believe it as far as I don't believe that you are an equal to yeah. that. I would treat you equally. I will hold, you know, everything that I would do for for a woman, I would I would do for for you. You see what I'm saying? But as far as well, I guess not sex, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean to be fair. But that, but that's okay. I I should be able to say that and be like, oh, okay, well, yeah, no, I get this, it. But yeah. but but here's I can't if I say something like that, yeah. some people will say, oh, you're you're transphobic because right. you, you have sex with a woman, right? Yeah, I'll have sex with a woman, but you won't have sex with a woman with a penis. Well, or a woman that had a penis. Well, no, well, no, I would prefer not to, <laughs> and that's okay. But if I didn't know, then I don't know. Right, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, if I don't know, I don't. Whatever. There's that. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, I I think she said something that made sense. But and that a a lot of women feel that way, and maybe just feel like they can't say it. And I feel like that's the problem. Like we we're not allowed to have dialogue. And maybe that's where I feel like without. It getting shut down or people were like well she needs to be canceled that's crazy she's a woman speaking about what that means to her and what that's looked like to her and how a lot of women feel and we can say that <laughs> when you're uh, when you're identifying with this group of people who have gone through their life being this thing mm-hmm. it's okay for us to have an opinion about it Right. If you're now trying to jump on this train, I think, because this is our train. Yeah, I'm with you, and and women have been pretty. 
you all have been pretty silent, at least from what I've well, been seeing. You all have been like pretty I'm silent. Quite, unfortunately, I feel like maybe a lot of women feel like they've had to be because of what happens. Well, it's the fear. Say, yeah. it's, the, it's the fear of yeah. you say something and then it's going to be taken. It affects your whole life. Right. It's a lot. Even if, even if, you know, for instance, even if you came out and you said, hey, I'd support all this. I just don't like the fact that I have to compete with them in sporting events and things like that because now it... Right. So even if you say something like that, now you're the fingers being pointed at you. Yeah. You're doing something wrong. And it's just it's just where we are. But I, f- I feel like I feel like we're coming out of that where people are now just saying whatever the hell is on their mind. And then whatever comes with it comes with. And I'm not mad if Macy Gray gets canceled because I never liked her music. <laughs> well, she did have a lot of support. <laughs> good, good, good. As she should. As yeah. she should. And, and I and I and I hope that this creates a conversation that leads to somewhere other than, I don't know why that camera went out, somewhere other than where we are right now, where you just mm-hmm. can't say anything and then that's it. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, that needs to change. Right. Right. Let me, let me fix this real quick. Okay. All right, and we're back. The camera number one decided that it was out of memory. So that's just, you know, I, I, I need to make that checklist, uh-huh. but I did delete some things. I don't know. Well, I thought that if I deleted two videos and it would give me enough space for one video, mm. right? It seems like a even <laughs> trade off, but I guess it wasn't, but yeah. whatever. And I'll, I'll look into that mm-hmm. after this, but we are going to talk about some relationship stuff. <laughs> there is a main topic, but before we get to the main topic, there is one more thing I want to throw out there, which kind of has to do with relationship, but it kind of doesn't. So, uh, was it CoStar that app? Mm-hmm. So their Instagram page, they release like these little things, things that this Zodiac mm-hmm. sign hates. So right. the other day they released something and it made me go, they're right. on to something. <laughs> they understand. So it was saying that Scorpios hate it when their friends throw them under the bus while flirting. And I don't know if you remember this, but it was, it wasn't too long ago that I came to you and I was talking to you about how someone that I worked with, I'm not going to name any names, but mm. someone that I worked with was Dirty Mackin, right? They were trying to flirt with another woman that works mm. there. And by doing it, they were clowning my calf muscles. Oh, yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. and I knew I knew what was happening mm-hmm. because it's like, all right, I, you're only doing this to get a laugh out of this person, but you use me mm-hmm. as a sacrificial lamb in order to get your little kudos points which i'm sure probably didn't go anywhere anyway <laughs> but i remember when it happened i was like this. <laughs> but i leaned into it and i was you know i just make because you know, whatever i got a small calf so what you know but um <laughs> but 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 when that happened i was like i hate when niggas dirty man i hate that shit <laughs> it's flirt why you gotta throw me in it right this had, this had nothing to do with me. I wasn't engaged in a anything, conversation. anything, you're bringing attention to another man. Like, why would you want to do that? Right. Because fuck around, now I'm funnier than you. Now what? Exactly. Now we got a problem. <laughs> well, you got a problem. <laughs> right. I don't want it. Right. You wanted it. <laughs> right. But I saw this and I was like, you know what? I yeah. do hate this shit. Don't throw me under the bus to flirt. <laughs> it's flirt, dog. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. right. You, you ready to get into this? Yes. So if you get past the flirting stage and you're and you're in a relationship and or you are pursuing a relationship with an with an individual, mm-hmm. there are 16 questions you can 
ask yourself in order to help vet the compat compatibility (laughs) with the potential partners or partner. That's that's a lot of questions. Partner is 16 of them. That's a lot. We'll fly through them. We'll We'll fly through them once over, right? And then we'll go back and we'll talk about some of the ones that are worth talking about. Okay, yeah, because that's too much. I even think that's too many to ask yourself. I don't think so. Those particular questions, because like I was telling you, I think a lot of them go together. They didn't need to be 16. Those questions. There's probably 100 questions you really should be asking yourself. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think I think that you Those. ask all the questions you need before you go. We ask more questions before we get into a job. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Right. So why not ask some of these questions? Yeah. But 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 here's the thing, and, and this is where, where people are gonna fuck up, is when you ask yourself these questions, you have to really tap into that objective side and and take away the the blinders of the blinders, emotion. Right, right, right. Yeah. And really answer these questions and see if it works for you. Cause some of these questions might be a no, but you're okay with it. And if you're okay with it and you know, cool. Well, that's the, I guess the purpose, right? The purpose of it, but at least you know where you stand. Okay. So I'm just going to fly through the questions and then we'll, we'll talk about them afterwards. Okay. Gotcha. You ready? All right. Number one, does this person want the same outcome that you want from dating? Okay. Number two, is this person available emotionally? Number three, do you enjoy spending time with them? Number four, do you feel relaxed and like you can be yourself and be accepted for who you are when you are with them? Number five, do you feel calm, secure, stable, and clear? Or do you feel confused, anxious, unsure about the intentions and here you oh, and where you stand with them? Number six, do they demonstrate that they care about you? Do they demonstrate that they care about you? Number seven. Have they demonstrated over time that they are reliable and consistent? Number eight, do you share the same core values? Number nine, do you want the same thing from your future in terms of goals and lifestyles as they do? Number 10, are they willing and able to meet your needs and theirs? Number 11, do they communicate in a healthy way? Number 12, does this person admit when they are wrong and apologize slash make things right? Or do they get defensive and blame others? 13, how do they handle tough situations? Do they handle it with, there's a couple of typos here, on my end. Do they handle it well? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to do that one all over. You lost Just me. start it? No, that last one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Start from yeah. the top. Number one. No, I'm kidding. All right. <laughs> Jesus. Number 13. How do they handle tough situations? Uh-huh. Do they handle it well or do they give up, get angry, withdraw, blame others, victimize themselves? Okay. F- just for the record, I wrote, <laughs> I wrote, do they handle it well? So that's why I got, I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Number 14, are they a whole person on their own? Number 15, have they taken the time to know themselves? And number 16, are they committed to their own growth and personal slash spiritual development? <laughs> I'm not I'm not snoozing because that one was corny. I'm just snoozing because it was like that was yeah. that was yeah mm-hmm. okay. So uh, if you if you don't give a shit and you just want to skip forward, just say skip it. 
But uh, if you want to talk about it, let's talk about it. So number one, does this person want the same outcome that you want from dating? I think that's a given. I think that that is a given. Super important. Right. There's not much else to say about that. So for those of you who are confused on how to start with finding out if that person wants the same thing that you want from dating, just from day one, ask them what their goals are or their expectations from dating. Right. Yeah. What's the end result? What are you looking for? What are you looking for? Are you looking for something long term? Are you just looking for friends with benefits? Are you looking for? Yeah. Whatever. You don't know. Right. Especially if you are someone that is looking for long term, because if you don't know and they don't know, then, then, then cool. Then, then we both right. don't know and we just figure this shit out together, right? Take, right. It, take it day by day. But if you know that at the end of this, I'm looking for something long term, ask that person that. And if they give you any other answer besides long term, just cut it you off. You got to let it go. Because you're going to be running the risk of dealing with something that you can't handle. And you might find yourself in a position where you're trying to change this person and then you end mm-hmm. up heartbroken because well, hey, you broke your own heart. Right. You broke your own heart. <laughs> now there is a there is a chance that you might woo this person and they they have a change of heart and they weren't looking for anything. Yeah, but if whatever ends up happening and it's not that, that's on you. Right, that's on you. Right. So my advice would be if you're in that situation and you are looking for something long term and they're not, just move. Just just keep it moving. Jesus, what is there something in there? What happened? <laughs> like your eyes got huge. <laughs> Because I thought it fell and I didn't know where it went. <laughs> That's going to be the thumbnail. That picture look. That <laughs> would look crazy. Delete it. Delete it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> number two, is this person available emotionally? I think this kind of ties into number one in a way. Yes or no? Okay, so. Yes and no. Yes or no? So. Yes, someone could be looking for a long term along with you, but they might not be emotionally available yet and they might not even know it. But right. I think one way that you could really find out is just kind of see where things are going. Ask questions if they're going to be a little bit vulnerable and open to you, mm-hmm. if they're going to be blocked off or if you feel like, hey, we've been doing this for X amount of time and we're not going anywhere further. Then you kind of know and, you, and you're not going to get this early on because emotional investment typically doesn't happen until what would you say around the time that. You you might be looking at making it serious enough to wear right right exclusivity right. How what you're looking for like a time frame? No 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 not necessarily time frame. I'm thinking so if we're here and we're being exclusive, do you Uh agree that if if now I'm at a point where I'm ready to be exclusive with you and you're ready to be exclusive with me, Uh do you think that that would be enough to prove that someone's emotionally available? Yeah. Or that because that could be a good stepping stone yeah. for that. I would think so. And then the next stepping stone would be, hey, let's let's make this a thing. Yeah. Right? And they're they're I showing you that. that. Now, uh, now it doesn't. And, and, and this is where I don't want people to get confused. Just because someone has some sort of hesitancy towards it, because maybe you're getting to a certain point and they're not feeling safe. I don't think that means that they're not emotionally available. Mm-hmm. I think that. They just have a hurdle that they probably need your help to get past. And, but you communicate but that. But you communicate that with yeah. that person and you talk about it and you can get through. Right. So I don't think that just because someone, because a lot of times you won't know. And we were in the same situation. There were there were times where we were going through stages in our relationship mm-hmm. where I didn't know that I was going to have hiccups until I got there. And then same. I go, oh, shit. Like, this is kind of getting scary only because it's getting, it's getting real and serious. And now yeah. it's creating a space where there could be hurt. 
But because I have never been there since my previous relationship, uh-huh. I didn't know that I was going to face these hurdles until I'm doing it with. Right. But that doesn't mean that I was emotionally unavailable. It just means that I needed those things to be unlocked. And, and that will only happen by being put in that situation. And talking about it. And talking about it. There's no other yeah. way. About, there's no other way around. Right. Right. Okay. So number three, do you enjoy spending time with them? I mean, what that, else are we doing? That sounds like a no brainer, but I, I think it's here for a reason. And I. Okay. To be fair, maybe I just can't relate. Okay. But yes, I see. I see where you're going and I get it. And I, and I say that because if your relationship starts off very sexually yeah, see, that's and it's yeah. all, you're just fucking and yada, right. yada, yada, you enjoy spending time in that person or with that person in you, but you might not enjoy actually spending yeah. time with the, with the person doing yeah. regular, regular shit. shit. And yeah. you might not know that until, or, or how about this? Sometimes people find themselves in situations where they just, they're just with someone to be with someone and you're really not enjoying yourself. You're yeah. just kind of there you're, and you're going with emotions just because you feel like this is There's another body there. Right. And you don't know any different. True. Right. So I think that that yeah, is, uh, it, it's, it's a, yeah, we downplay because we're like, yeah. Well, it's not relatable to me. Right. Right. But I, I think it's, I think it's still important. Yeah. Number four. Do you feel relaxed and like you can be yourself and be accepted for who you are when you are with them? This one I think is huge. Yeah. Huge. Yes. And I say that because we live in this world where, you know, we're just dating so frequently, especially if you're doing online dating. Mm-hmm. And so that, and I, and I talked about this that need or that want to be accepted by this person that you're attracted to mm-hmm. because that's that I mean that's what you like about them initially you're you're just attracted to this person and you naturally want that person to like you you might find yourself bending who you are and or speaking a certain way and yada 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 for example let's say you're someone that cusses a lot mm-hmm. right and just naturally when you like to spitball <laughs> you're you're cussing or you might have a crude sense of humor uh-huh. and then you find yourself talking to them and you're you're doing this and and now you're holding back who the hell you are when normally you would use fuck as a comma Mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying (laughs) so even something as simple as that you have now altered who you are you're not being yourself and you would know because your friends would be like i don't even know who the hell is this guy yeah like what 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 the heck's going on yeah i think this is a moment of truth and honesty for yourself when you ask yourself this question it's Uh like first of all am i even presenting who the fuck i am do i even know who the fuck i am Mm -hmm. is this really me so i think that's a really personal right one and i remember talking to a friend that was going through a, a bunch of dates and she felt that she was just being too much for the people and i told her no be you and if you just happen to be too much and that's who you are as a person, then just be that. Yeah. Espe- especially if that's you, who yeah. you are. Now Well, yeah, exactly. Just so just be yourself. And yes, you're gonna you might find yourself scaring off a lot of people or whatever that may be, right? <laughs> yeah. But those aren't your people. Yeah. So be who you are and you'll find someone that loves that too much about you and you're just enough. You're not too much. Mm-hmm. But you, you can't be anything different because eventually they're going to find out who the hell you are. Mm-hmm. And then now you're annoying them, what, four, <laughs> yeah. six months down like, the line when you, you? when you get comfortable because yeah. now there's exclusivity and yada, yada, yada. So be yourself from day one. You'll be doing yourself huge favors. And don't be afraid of rejection, which I think that that's what this time yeah. is. Don't be afraid of the rejection. 
That's of the bottom line. The person not liking who you are. That's okay. It's okay. And just keep in mind that the truth will come out eventually. Mm-hmm. So save yourself mm-hmm. the headache. Yep, 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 yep. Number five. Do you feel calm, secure, stable, and clear, or do you feel confused, anxious, unsure about the interactions, about the intentions, and where you stand with them? So I think that kind of ties into the whole exclusivity thing and then having those conversations like early on, the long-term relationship Mm -hmm. thing. And sure, if you find yourself in a position where Hey, we've been kind of kicking it for a while and I don't know what exactly Where we, we stand. Are. Yeah, how you feel. Right. Yeah. Do yourself a favor and open up that space, open up that conversation. And you'll find out real quick where that person is. Because if if they're dodging the conversation, then that should tell you everything you need. Mm-hmm. Everything you need to know. Because anyone that respects you and your time, they're they're not gonna dodge those questions and they would love to make things very clear for you. True. Especially if if you're expressing that. At least, right. at, at least that's how I feel. Yeah, right? I agree. All right. If I, if I care about you, then I want you to know everything. And I'd be like, oh, shit, my bad. I didn't know. No, no. I just kind of was just going with the flow and I didn't think anything of it. And da, 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 da. But no, this is, this is where we are. This is what I'm doing. All these other right. things. Right. Right. You want to add to that? No, I, I agree. Okay. All right. Do they demonstrate that they care about you? And that can look differently. Yep. Yeah. Right. Right. So is whatever they're showing, is that going to work for you? Mm-hmm. Right. I think more importantly, is, is that going to work for you? Yeah. Because some people show that they care by, you know, just, hey, little love tap. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then other people show that they care by asking you a thousand and one questions. And, and I'm just using two different extremes. Yeah. Right? So you have some, some person that just does something subtle. And that might be just how, how they, they show, communicate right, love. Right, but is because, that going to work for you? Right, right, right. Yeah. But then other people show that they care by, are you okay? Hey, is And sometimes okay? that is seems overbearing. Okay? And I might be overbearing, but they're just showing you that they care. Yes. And that they might come off as being too much, quote unquote. But right. that's just who the fuck they are. Yeah. But then there are some people that don't show or don't show any signs because they don't care. They don't care. <laughs> but, but I think more importantly, what, what they should have added on this one, uh, do, they, do they demonstrate that they care and are you accepting of that? Right, in a way that works for you. Right. Yeah. Right. That, and does that work? Yeah. I think that would, that would have been a good little thing to add. Number seven, have they demonstrated over time that they are reliable and consistent? I think that that's pretty uh, clear. Yeah. And then you would be able to tell that pretty early on, I think. Right. Just about consistency and communication, consistency and following through with plans, consistent. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it doesn't even have to be like big things. I think small things will show you some of that as well. Right. But I think too, and, and this is where the conversation needs to take place, is that sometimes those things that are consistent can change depending on the situation. But I think it's just a, a reflection of how that person operates though. Even if even if it changes, how they do things, you'll be able to see in different ways. So I was going to use this as an example. Okay. Before we moved into one another... I think there were a lot more phone calls and a lot more text messages that were being had throughout the day. Okay. Right. Now that we live together, that kind of slowed down a little bit. And I, I, and it doesn't mean that I don't care. It doesn't mean that I care less about you and how you're doing throughout the day. It's just, I, I'm going to come home to you. I'm always, I'm, I'm going to be there. Right. So the consistency is going to be coming home <laughs> to me 
versus calling me as often. Right, right. right, right. But, but, but we did run into a situation where that was a problem when I didn't make a phone call midday, which is something that I was consistent in doing yeah. throughout. And, and so, but, but we did have a conversation about it and we got through it maybe. We did. <laughs> but, 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 but consistent can change throughout the relationship given yeah given the, the circumstances or the changes because it, okay relationships do evolve and they change right right but having a conversation about it i think kind of helps and the reliable i think that would depend because it's a didn't it didn't it said reliable and consistent yeah i think mm-hmm. those are i don't know if i would put those together necessarily mm. Yeah, no, no, because I. What what does that? What does reliable mean to you? Reliable would mean like. uh, Well, I mean, to the person, like you'd have to ask yourself that. Okay, okay, okay. Right, like I think (laughs) consistent. I can't wait to tell you what reliable to me means. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I don't know if I would have put those together. You know. Okay. Because I mean, what what are what are you looking for when, for someone to be reliable for you? What is that? That can mean so many things. Yeah, well, I don't know. I guess you got to figure that out. Yeah, each individual person, and and a lot of things. There should be an asterisk by it, like what works for you. Big time. And don't and don't talk to your friends about it, because no. that could really fuck you up in the long run. Yeah. Like ooh, reliable. Yeah. He should be in there. Yeah, some doing people that. be reliable. Like I, I want somebody to pay my bills consistently. Mm. <laughs> That's what reliable me. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, no. I get it. I get it. I get it. Right. Right. They can fix my, you know, fix my tire. And I was like, right. What, what does that look like for you? Right. Yeah. Okay. Do you share the same core values? I think that's pretty important. Yes. And I say that because if you're going to, if you're going to be going into a long-term relationship and it looks like you all are, are talking about family and things like that, mm-hmm. like core values really, really matter. Yeah. Even things like, okay, let's just say you don't want to have, kids or whatever that's fine but like do mm. you give a fuck about holidays and spending time with the other person's family like that's important to some people some people don't give a fuck about any of that right that could cause problems mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for some people it could be and i think this would be silly but for some people it's not silly but like your political views for sure that, that right. can be huge right you know religion for some people that could be huge yeah. for some people it doesn't Right. So some people's core values are really loose and my core values are I'm not going to have any core values. I'm just going to kind of just be, you know, in the moment and have fun. But some people are pretty conservative yeah. and I'm not talking about politically. I'm just talking about, yeah. you know, they're just pretty strict on how they feel about certain things. And, right. And so that that should align. And I think that that is kind of a, a day one conversation kind of thing. Or As pretty early on. Pretty, yeah, pretty early on. Yeah. Right. Hey, wh- where do you fall with this? Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. All right. Number nine, do you want the same thing for your future in terms of goals and lifestyle? I think that's important. pretty important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, these are all things that I think could be addressed early on. Mm-hmm. So we don't, have to, we don't have to really beat this one up. Okay. All right. Are they willing and able to meet your needs and theirs? This is pretty important. And also really subjective, but yes, super important. Super important. I feel like this is something that you're not going to be able to get early on. This is something, unless you're 
absolutely self-aware and you know like these are my hardcore needs that i yeah, or have just to be fucked up a lot because i've <laughs> a lot done of this failed before. <laughs> yeah exactly i've done this before yeah and this is me that, that it's takes like non-negotiables that takes a lot of fucking like again self-awareness and then it's just yeah because sometimes that will come up within the relationship as well like you may not have even realized you needed something like that right and that's what i was getting at that, yeah. that typically this wouldn't happen until you're deeper into the relationship true and then you're finding out what these needs are but then as you're finding it out you might go i'm needy and then now that now that now that's an issue yeah you know, because then you feel this way but you're only feeling this way because now it's being exposed because you're with someone that you you love and you need things from right <laughs> well you i mean that that that's happened to me where I, I went from feeling like I didn't need anything from anybody to like, oh, like I'm feeling like I need this. And that, that's been, that's still hard for me. Yeah. I know. <laughs> no, but uh, this is something that, that could take time. And unfortunately for some people, they're going to find out when you're in that could be getting heartbroken zone. But I, sure. but I think just to kind of, uh, put some something back on yourself knowing these things for anyone that's out there listening knowing these things are important because it does say can you meet your needs and theirs you see what I'm saying so mm -hmm. meeting your needs is the most important part if you can meet your needs and we can all agree that we can all meet our own needs then it makes meeting someone else's needs a little bit easier and it kind of I don't know can strengthen that that bond early yeah. on and then allow people to maybe be a little bit more confident about what their needs are. Because you know, if you know how to meet your needs, do you know how to guide someone else to meet your needs? True. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm just rambling, but I don't know. <laughs> Number 11, do they communicate in a healthy way? This is pretty important. Do they communicate in a healthy way? And again, this is kind of subjective because what's, what's healthy? What's, what's healthy? Right. Right. What, what does what, that look like for what you? What I might find healthy, uh, other people might find it, ridiculous yeah you know or or i know a lot or of people unnecessary a lot of people they yell and they whatever and they accept it and they think that that's healthy because that shows that's for how me, they communicate that's how they communicate so it, it yeah so i guess the asterisk on this will be healthy in terms of what you are willing to accept as far as what is healthy communication right because for me i don't want i don't want to be cussed at i don't want to be yelled at i want to have I want to have a conversation. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Number 12. And they'd be yelling and cussing in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Number 12. Does this person admit when they are wrong and apologize slash make things right? Or do they get defensive and blame others? This is kind of personal preference. Uh, <laughs> no, and, and, and I say that because some people might not require that. Yeah. Because of, you know, something that they haven't had to deal with or, or they were used to in their life, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I think, I think that every relationship should have this where people yeah. are being responsible and they are able to acknowledge the things that they have done wrong and apologize for it slash make it right. I do think that that should happen in every single relationship not just romantic just any relationship that you yeah. have with a, a person whether it be a colleague or you know whatever it may be friendship 
but some people don't require that. Some people don't 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 need it. And I guess if you don't need it for you, then you, know, you could just wipe this part with your ass. But um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but I do think that this is a big thing because it it is a. Uh, I think that it takes a very very strong person to humble themselves, or not even humble themselves, but just put their pride aside, their ego aside, and say, you know, I was wrong, and uh, I apologize. And what what can I do to make this right? Yeah, I think in in being able to do that in a relationship, especially, and I don't think that's easy for most people. Fuck no, it's a hard thing to do. Yeah, I I, I do it, and it's a hard thing to do. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like it does, you know it it. It it is it gets easier over time, because then you go. Oh, I'm just human. I'm gonna make mistakes, yeah. and I you know I've made mistakes, and I've pissed you off with some of my mistakes, but I'm gonna make mistakes. And I've even had conversations with you where I've told you, "Hey, I can't promise you I won't do that again." I know, and I hate that, but it's like it's honest. But I'm being honest, with right? You. Like I yeah, I know it is gonna be triggering or in right, but I. I'm going to do it. I might do it again. Yeah. I don't want to do it again. I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that I don't do it again. However, there is a possibility that I might do right. it again because I'm human and I'm fucked. Yeah. And this is just how it goes. But I apologize for what I did now. And I'm going to work on it and make sure that I don't do it again. Right. Again, it's those things that I say that, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like, especially as I get older. I feel like I say, like I say a lot of things that just a lot of people just cringe at. <laughs> like how many times have I told you I'm not sorry? I know. You know. I know. Yeah. But 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 when I say but like, yeah, it, when I yeah. say it, it's coming from a place of I don't think I did anything wrong. I know that it yes. hurt your feelings, but. Yep. I'm not going to apologize for it because I don't think I did anything wrong, yeah. and I want to save sorry. For when I really, really mean, mean it, it right? right? So that's where I'm getting at. Well, when I understood that, it you know changed how I, I I guess took it in and processed it, right? Because you do sometimes you want to hear the sorry, but it, I, I don't want to hear it if it's not genuine, right? And and if I don't delete out that whole care part early on, because that was kind of long. If if I if I did leave it in, then you all know what I'm talking about. But if I did delete it. Then I think some of it you'll probably take out. Yeah, yeah, but but that's where I was saying where I think words matter. You see, what I'm saying so when I say I'm sorry, it's because I genuinely feel that way, and I want you to know that I feel. And that then way. when I know that when you say it is real, it means something, right? So yeah. if I say I care, like I care, like I want those words to mean something. So when yeah. I hear people say I care, I want it to mean something. So then when I say I don't care, it doesn't mean that. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It just means that I, I'm just, I, I'm just indifferent about it, yeah. but not in a bad way. It's just like, you know, you're I, reserving your cares. Exactly, I'm reserving my cares for the things that I actually care about. But I can see where that could come off bad because people want to hear someone say, "I'm sorry," even if they don't mean it, because it makes them feel better in the moment. I had a, I think I told this story here on a podcast. I know I'm, I'm digress from where <laughs> we were, but this happens. But I think I told a story here on a podcast where I go visit patients in their home and I showed up five minutes late to this patient's house. Right. Mm -hmm. And and usually I give people a time frame like I'll be there between one and one thirty. Yeah. I still think is a pretty generous time frame considering 
Some people don't give time frames. They just show up or they give a wider time frame. But I'm giving you a time frame based on how I'm thinking traffic is going to be and just if everything works out with the person. Yeah. So I showed up five minutes late and I walk into her home and she started giving me shit about being five minutes late. And I let her speak. And and I said, okay, well, let's, you know, you you ready to get into the exercises? She said, no, I want you to say you're sorry. And I told her, I'm not going to say I'm sorry because I'm not sorry. You know, but I, but I, I didn't say it sassy like that, but, but I did say, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I'm sorry because I'm not sorry. I'll say sorry if I stubbed your toe, but I'm not going to say sorry because I was five minutes late because I misjudged traffic. And I'm, I, I, I've, I've given you a pretty reasonable window mm-hmm. and I'm here, but I'm, I'm not going to apologize. I'm not sorry for it. And she got really upset with it. Mm-hmm. And then after she thought about what I was saying, she turned around and was like hey you know what Let, let's let's work i i understand what you mean and i appreciate it and she appreciated the honesty because I, I i'm not fucking sorry for it so i'm not gonna say it but yeah. maybe that's it could my be a lot maybe that's my autism maybe that's <laughs> and and and, I, and as i get older i just get i just get worse and worse and worse i think it could be a lot but if people appreciate it and I guess a lot because it's just like it's real moments where people are like, oh, okay. Then honestly, it's like a self-reflection. Like, what am I really looking for then? If it's not a genuine sorry, why yeah, do I really need to exactly. hear that? What, what so do that you want? There's a lot of like almost self-reflection where it's just like, it's, it's a lot for people. Right. You need me to make these sounds with my mouth to make you happy. And right. I don't mean it. Right. But I'm here and I'm willing to work with you. But I'm not <laughs> sorry. So I'm not going to say it. Yeah. So if you ever hear me say anything to you, just know it's it's genuine because I'm not I'm not gonna fluff it because I don't I don't care enough <laughs> to say the right things to make other people happy, and it means that I'm being dishonest. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, number thirteen. Hopefully, I don't fuck this one up again. Is this the long one that I messed up? Did you change? Did you correct your type? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. This is the one. This is the one. Okay. So let, let's see if I get this right this time. Okay. How do they handle tough situations? Do they handle it well <laughs> or do they give up, get angry, withdraw, blame others and victimize themselves and or victimize themselves? Um, yeah, this one, this was pretty bad. This was that. This is, I, this and unfortunately, this is something that you, you might not run into yeah. until later on in a relationship. But this is pretty bad, in my opinion. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Get angry, withdraw. Even the withdraw thing, I mean, that's, that's yeah, that's not good. And then to blame others slash victimize themselves. Yeah. I mean, if, if someone could tolerate it, then... <laughs> good for you. Good for you, but this is something that I wouldn't be able to tolerate, so... I would not blame anyone that wanted to leave a relationship because of yeah. like this. And um, tough situations will happen. And mm-hmm. um, the, the, the fucked up part about tough situations are is that as they happen, they tend to make the next situations even tougher, especially if you do not address everything about the tough situation that you just went through. Right. So, yeah. so as you withdraw, or get angry and, and close off and yada, yada, yada. It's only going to make the next one even fucking worse because now you're just doubling it and piling it on top of it. And then they make things 
more sensitive, you know, like that whole walking on eggshells or walking on thin ice. Yeah. Like that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And so once you've had one tough situation, it almost is, it's almost like the icebreaker to open up a can of worms for, for more tough situations to occur. <laughs> this is true. Because you, especially if you've been living on this, you know, this euphoria or state of euphoria in your mm-hmm. relationship and now boom you get hit with something and it might never be that bad but if you're on cloud nine you're all the way up at the top yeah and then you hit something that would take a normal couple down to like neutral yeah that's still a fall that you know that's still a far drop from where you are and that can that can be really shitty so even if it's not tough in hindsight where you look back you're like that wasn't even that bad you know it was probably tough in the moment but these are things that you, these are characteristics that you will not see until until these things happen. Unfortunately, what what do they say? Uh, tough situations don't make people; it reveals who they are, True. something like that. Yeah, there was a cooler way of saying it. Way cooler. But I've I've loved it. But 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 basically, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Right. All right. Number fourteen. Are they a whole person on their own? This kind of goes back to like, can you meet your your own no needs? Mm-hmm. Like, are you a whole person on your own without the other person? And and emotionally, right? Oh, in all the ways. Like, I, I know it's a cute thing to someone. That person completes me, and that I don't know. You should be complete. Yeah, that that horrifies me. You should be, you should be complete, and this person adds to you. Correct. Not completes you. I don't know what I would do without you. Ugh, that's. Cringy. Yeah. Now, I know some people say it and they don't mean that they can't thrive without the other person. But there are a lot of people out there that probably do mean I can't. (laughs) Yeah. Because that other person, you know, completed them. So find yourself a partner that doesn't need you, but wants you. But a lot of people won't like you saying that. That Well, we've talked about that, too. Mm -hmm. There's also nothing wrong with needing someone for certain things. So that one, the, uh, right. com- the making whole, I think, is different than like needing. Well, and, and that's what I'm referring you to. Know? I'm, I'm talking about find someone that doesn't need you in order to be a a happy person, whole person. in society. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But if you need me for other things like the love and everything like that, then of course, yes, that is acceptable. <laughs> no one no one no one no one's coming down on that one all right so 15 have they taken the time to know themselves Mm -hmm. which is that kind of like ties into the previous one and the ones before so we're we're not going to beat a dead horse and number 16 are they committed to their own growth and personal spiritual development so uh the last two i felt like you, you're really not going to know until later on in a relationship or even the last three, like 13, 14 and 15, but 16, I definitely think that you're really not going to know the truth until you're deep into the relationship. And we're probably talking years, right? Because we're talking about the, their own growth and personal slash spiritual. <laughs> right. Because that takes time. That <laughs> takes time to yeah. find out if this person is really about that. Because in the beginning, Yes, there are there are different questions that you can ask. For instance, what's your five year plan? Mm-hmm. Right. What's your ten year plan? 
and they can come up with something that sounds fly as fuck, mm-hmm. but then really not be about it. Now, there probably would be a world where you ask that question to someone and they go, what do you mean? And now you know that that person really does. They, if you are that type of person that has a five-year, 10-year plan, and now you're asking that question and that the person has no clue what the hell you're talking about, then there is a good possibility that this person might not be the person for you, especially yeah. if that's something that you value in a relationship, right. which is this growth and, you know, and, and again, this is all subjective. So what does growth look like to you? Right? right. What does that mean to you? But um, when it's all said and done, I really think that this is probably one of the ones that you're not going to know about until a couple years down the line. And maybe you can catch glimpses. True. You know, true. But then it would be like tied back to the consistency thing, too. Okay. Because I think sometimes, like, you can see somebody do something and it seems like, oh, okay, maybe they're really into this. They really care about their well being or whatever. And then mm-hmm. it's just like they fall off and they're not consistent with these things. So, are you really committed to it? Like, your self growth and all, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think you can catch glimpses of how people do things in the short term. Right. But this is the part where, you know, people go, relationships are complicated, yada, yada, yada. And they are. They are. And they are. Because there's so much to take into consideration. And I can easily think of another 16 questions. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of those tied together. Yeah. I don't think it had to be sixteen. No, they really that really could have been like eight. Ooh, you think those? Yeah, could have been cut. Those well, not necessarily cut. I think a lot of them went into each other. Okay, is what I'm saying. I I can at least think of four of them that we just kind of like just burnt over. Yeah, because it was like oh, you're kind of saying the same thing. Uh huh. Right. That's what I mean. Yep. 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 Well. All right. Other than the front part of the episode, how you feel about this one? Better than <laughs> the the ones in recent history. Yep, yep. We're gonna call this one the real fifty five. How about that? <laughs> this is the real episode. Yeah, fifty five. The other fifty five can go. <laughs> can go somewhere. Oh, we did the best we could. Yeah, we did. You know, and maybe it wasn't a bad one. Maybe I just, I, I just because I, I always, think, I'm giving us I always grace, bad, but man, whatever. I'm not gonna beat myself up. I yeah. do that too many with too many other things. Well, well, it is what it is. So if you are listening to this, this is gonna get uploaded today. So I'm gonna edit this as soon as we cut this thing off okay. and get this uploaded on the um, iTunes and Spotify mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. But it, but it should be on YouTube. If you're listening to this and you want to watch it on YouTube, it should be uploaded on YouTube. I would say probably by Sunday, Sunday, the latest Monday for Sunday, because YouTube, it takes, it takes, especially these big video files. It takes forever. Mm-hmm. Cause after I rendered the video, then I had to damn near render it again. So however long this is, it's going to take that plus more time to upload to YouTube. So it, it takes a while. Sounds boring. In a perfect world, we would record on a Sunday and that gives me from Monday mm-hmm. to the end of Wednesday to edit the, the audio and then the video. And that way it's just one seamless release and everything's that's out a good, at the same Well, time. I think eventually that's where we're trying to get to mm-hmm. now yeah. that we live together and right. now that we're actually going to be creating some sort of 
normalcy and routine and mm-hmm. until <laughs> for now until <laughs> yeah so uh-huh. I don't know if anyone's noticed, but this was a drinking podcast in the beginning. And we encourage people to indulge in a beverage with us. And I I think at one point. An adult beverage. An adult beverage, right. And I think (laughs) at one point we even had the idea. And we actually went out and we bought a bunch of craft beers. Mm -hmm. Cool from all over locals, dope looking cans with art. And, Uh And we still have them. (laughs) <laughs> and um, uh, we were planning on drinking them and talking about it and reviewing mm-hmm. it and leaving the can here, you know, right. just to kind of make this a cool idea. Because that's one thing that we do have in common is that we enjoy niche beer. <laughs> say drinking. Well, she just enjoys it. <laughs> I enjoy the beer. Oh, that's, where my, that's where my head went. Drinking. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But all that has come to a halt because. <laughs> do you want to say it? Oh, you know, I'll let I'll let I'll let the shirt speak, speak for itself. So for for any of you, <laughs> and this this is really gonna make me make sure that I get this video out quick. So for for any of you who are uh, who's just listening to the audio, oh. just just go on to YouTube and just fast forward to this part. But 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 I'm wearing a shirt to represent. <laughs> Who the, who I am? I think the <laughs> microphone is blocking. Is it, it? all right? <laughs> okay, but what does that even mean, babe? Okay, but and and then uh, it, mean, it means it means I I left that bad boy in, and oh my uh, god, and now and now we we are expecting a daughter. Yes. Right? Did I say that right? You did. Expecting, expecting, right? Uh huh. Okay. In December. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so that's gonna be. <laughs> I know he's not ready. Who? You. Oh, I was. I was talking about the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about what what that's gonna look like after December. Yeah, well, you're not ready as far as recording yeah. and things like that. So. But we we have, I, I would say we have enough time. We have plenty of time, but we really don't we really because don't. it is just. I know. It's like five months away. Shh. Tell me about it. So that's been yet another thing that has been put on our plate, which has kind of s- slowed things down and has made the past six weeks even more complicated mm-hmm. on top of the complications that were already <laughs> involved in moving. I and, know my family here and different things going on with yeah. work and our it's personal summer. life and in summer. So it's yeah. like all the kids, all the people, uh-huh. and then all the hormones uh-huh. and then all the adjustments. <laughs> and then all this, it's just been whew, a lot. It's been a lot. My gosh. And, and you know what? I used to, um, I, I remember there was a time where I would say this and clearly know now that I was lying when I would say this, but not knowing that I was lying when I would say this. But I would say like, I, I don't have the time for it. For what? No, no. I'm saying like, I would say that. Nah, I, I just don't have the time for about it. About like anything? About anything. Okay, okay. And that's when I actually had time. Time, yeah. Right. But now I legit don't have the time to do shit. Yeah. Like I'm spread so thin. I don't have the time. So when people would ask me like, hey, did you catch up on this show? And it's like, 
I don't have the time. And you really don't. And I really, really don't. Yeah. Especially the last six weeks. I mean, there was like zero time. You know what's funny? My daughter, she's like, she's always asking like, where's Nathan? Is Nathan still working? Because mm-hmm. she's like, what? when does he finish? And I'm like, he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> because she's used to you coming over in the right. evening after you're done. So she's used to seeing you just like chilling when that little bit of time at the end of the day. Which which would be what an hour right an hour well, and a half for her especially pass out. For, right. And her cuz she's like bedtime for her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like now since we're here together, she's always like where is Nathan? Not like, realizing that. Yeah. Oh, I was coming over when the when exactly. I stopped. Right. But I don't stop. Right. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. but now, yes, now I, I really look people in the eye and I go, I, I don't have, I just I know. don't have the time. I know. Yeah. And you're talking about you who wakes up at five in the morning. Right. Right. So it's not even like I wake exactly. up late. Like, like you, you know, really, my day starts yeah. early and yeah. it, and from five in the morning to 10, 10 30 at night, it's, it's go time. Yeah. Constantly moving. Boom, 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 boom. So. But all right, I've had enough. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Just cut it right here. <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> you. Yeah. For you to say that, you really mean. Uh, well, because because now I'm thinking in my head like you gotta time is like edit. oh shit, I gotta, I gotta like, take this out and I gotta run downstairs. I gotta edit this thing. I gotta go through and, and delete. It's... Things and, I, and you know what you know 10. what fuck it I'm, I might just leave it all in. Hey, <laughs> she gets it. I might just leave it all in. <laughs> and you did. We're getting out of here, folks. But if you made it this far, thank you for listening. Don't hate me because I I, I really don't mean to be mean spirit about anything that that I said earlier. It's just I guess. Honest. Keeping it real. When keeping it real, when keeping it real goes wrong. All right. But if you made it this far, we really do appreciate you. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Feelings First Facts Later Podcast, the podcast where we are saying shit, but we ain't saying shit. <laughs> As always, I go by the name Nathan Mitchell, and I did this with none other than the lovely Christina. Bye. And baby. <laughs> Peace. Bye-bye, bye